Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate wickedly smart women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today I'm joined by the magical Melissa Seaman. Melissa gets called a lot of things, lawyer, channel, business mentor, shaman, marketing strategist, mother, and she's hired by a lot of impressive people. Silicon Valley creative tech founders to Fortune 100 executives to internationally renowned artists, filmmakers, and TV celebrities. But her heart is especially devoted to supporting professional women who are waking up to their deepest calling as channels of their own unique genius. We would love to welcome her to our Wickedly Smart Women stage today, and we're going to talk a little bit about her Soul Gift quiz, which has helped over 10,000 people worldwide to identify their deepest gifts, talents, and purpose. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you. Yay. Big celebration just to get started. Yes. Well, it is a big celebration because Mm. today I just found out, Melissa, that Wickedly Smart Women won another award. We are the 2021 award winner. Uh, we got an award of distinction in the 27th Annual Communicator Awards. So thank you for joining me today to celebrate that. That is super cool. Congratulations. Thank and congratulations you. to everyone listening because, yeah, this is a winning operation you've got going on. It's really beautiful. Aww. Thanks for bringing it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for seeing that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's one of the things that you are, Melissa. So I want to talk a little bit about your journey because, you know, Mm -hmm. you have lots of, lots of things that you're called. (laughs) (laughs) There are so many personalities in here. So many personalities. (laughs) You know, I think that's something that I really want to bring to the table here because I believe that most women have multiple personalities. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most people have multiple personalities, but we've Mm -hmm. been conditioned to believe that we have to be, you know, slotted into one particular space. So I'd love to have you talk about how you discovered all of these roles that you play and how you've learned how to weave them together in such a beautiful way. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I I know I'm not the only one in the room. You know, there's you and there's everyone listening has had many chapters in their lifetime. And some of my chapters, you know, started with being a really great straight A student and then being a valedictorian and being a Catholic campus minister for my school. And then, yeah, going on to be a lawyer. And I started an improv company. But really, what really flipped my nugget was when I gave birth to my daughter and and something in that birthing experience, it was like very ecstatic birthing experience, opened me up in a major way. So suddenly I'm seeing energy, I'm talking to spirit guides, and my whole 
Catholic box kind of got blown out of the water. My lawyerly boxes got blown out of the water and the world was much bigger than I thought. And it wasn't just one world anymore. It was multiple worlds. So yeah, massive sort of intuitive awakening, you might say. Mm -hmm. And most people would say, oh, that just sounds wonderful. And yeah, okay, wonderful, but also deeply disturbing, freaky, traumatic, you know, because I was happy before. I didn't ask for some intuitive awakening to happen. I was fine. And then this, and now I'm so glad that it happened because now I'm, I'm really noticing how I'm set up then to bridge the worlds and to still have one leg in that analytical, logical, strategic world that I embodied as a lawyer and a student and an academic and be a spirit woman talking to people's spirit guides about what they're really on the planet for and what their soul gifts really are and how they're supposed to give them in the world and supposed as a horrible word. It's mm. not really a word. Mm. But like, you know, helping people discover why they're having that deep calling to maybe switch it up a little or to open it up a little or to serve it up a little more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Well, you and I have a very similar journey. I actually was um, 27th out of 124 in my class, uh, my high school class, but I was a year early. I got, I, wow. I graduated at the end of three years instead of four years. Wow. Everybody else was wow. a four-year student. And I didn't become a lawyer, but I ended up in the real estate business. And then I uh -huh. also had a spiritual awakening. And, huh. you know, I'm really grateful myself that I was surrounded at the time I had just started in getting involved in the yoga community. So I had huh. some people around me who were able to help me not go running to the psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> totally, right? <laughs> And I agree with you that I too feel like, and I feel like there was actually a whole cohort of women mm. who uh, came up in a more masculinized conditioning yeah. and then popped open intuitively specifically <laughs> to play this role of being able to have our feet in both worlds. And so I completely mm -hmm. resonate with that. I would love to talk to you about after you had that pop open. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what did you have for a support system in place yourself that allowed you to say yes and not go running to the psychiatrist for mm. massive quantities of prescription drugs? <laughs> right. Um, you know, because li literally I could have taken myself down that route and I, I did mm -hmm. not. And you yeah. obviously did not either. So what mm -hmm. either was in place for you or what do you help people put in place for themselves when they have a spiritual awakening and be, suddenly become clear that they're here to bridge between worlds as well. Yeah. So a couple of things. First of all, I was all already a person of faith. I was already had a really deep prayer life and connection to spirit. It was just through the Catholic paradigm. Mm -hmm. So when I opened up to spirit, I was like, oh, well, you're the same Hey, like you're the same energy of love I've been praying with all these years. You're just a lot bigger than I thought. Like there's just not these several personalities. There's all this other stuff and it's the same essence of love. So that, that was a continuation for me. And then the other resource that I had already actually, which is the one that now I really support other people in utilizing is my logical brain. So when I had all of these dead people and spirits and otherworldly this and that coming to me, dude, I was a lawyer. So I was like, y'all 
are overwhelming me. So back the F up and give me some space. And you guys look like you're specialists in this. Great. I want you on that. And I like put them to work. Mm -hmm. So I organized my spirit guides <laughs> and the spiritual world using my brain, using my logical brain. I put it all to work. I didn't have any idea that I was limited or that the power of all of this was limited. So I didn't I didn't buy into this idea of like, oh, well, you can only ask in this way, or you can only talk to spirit like this, or that's Metatron. Don't talk to Meta, you know, like whatever. I didn't have all those woo-woo names of everything. So it kind I kind of erupted in this purity of using my own noggin to set boundaries and create strategies and organize my invisible friends so that these energies could help me and not distract me. And that pragmatism still colors how I show up in my work. I think spiritual stuff is awesome. Like I think that there's so much to the mystery and the mysteries of nature, the mysteries of the cosmos. Um, there's so much to all the mystical traditions. There's so much to dive into. But to be perfectly honest, I'm only interested in how we use all that mysterious stuff to be better partners, to be better people of service in the world, to be better parents. Like if, if we use all of that woo-woo stuff to get really distracted and we forget to feed the cat, that's a problem. So that pragmatic approach is a big reason why I think now people utilize me, uh, business people, really some really rich, important business people use me to help them learn how to channel mm -hmm. without losing their minds. And then a lot of entrepreneurial type people come into my business school for creatives and intuitives in order to build a business that is expansive enough to hold them and all and really identify what their soul's here to bring. So it's that bridge, you know, it just continues to be that bridge. And I know that you and I share that. So I feel like I'm among family here. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's how my thing is colored. It's like, I'm a pragmatist. So at some level, I don't always feel like I fit mm -hmm. in certain like uber spiritual communities where some people, and I honor that role, like when they want to just really dive into the alien stuff or whatever, I'm like, well, cool, but what's relevant? Like, I'm always asking, how is it relevant? How mm -hmm. does it make more abundance? How does it make better solutions? How does it lift up the leaders that we need to lift up right now? Because if you're just living in your past life, you're not here in this life. Correct. I have a friend who calls it ceiling surfing. <laughs> ceiling surfing. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah right. I, I have another person who said, uh, and it, uh, they quoted somebody who said, you, you can't be so spiritual that you're doing no earthly good. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yes. So I want to ask you, Melissa, about the setting of boundaries with your team mm -hmm. because the that was something, yeah. yeah, that's what happened for me as well. I call them my upstairs team. Oh, that's what happened nice. for me when I originally, you know, had my spiritual awakening and I said, yes, was I mm -hmm. did. I like, I did go off the deep end for a while and I mm -hmm. ran as far away as possible from my <laughs> old life. So, <laughs> right, right. Me too. Like, oh, here's yeah. real estate world. Here's, you know, woo world. <laughs> I need, I feel like I actually needed that time to uh -huh. let myself have permission to wander around wondering, right? 
But then there came a certain point where I needed to bring the two things back together again. And at one point on my journey, it became clear. I was like working out all night. I was all night. Mm -hmm. I was out working, you know, in the spirit realm. And all Uh day I was being a full-time mom and I was, you know, running (laughs) my business and all the things. And finally I was like, whoa, whoa, this isn't working here. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about setting boundaries spiritually so that you as the channel are in full integrity. Yeah, I love this topic because it's really, it's something people don't talk about enough. You know, some of us, when we get, when we get in contact with that invisible team and we feel this guidance, we think, oh, finally something knows the answers. Now I can just go to my guides and I'll just keep using the word guides because it's easy. Like, but guess what? They're not real people. First of all, they're not real people. Spirit guides, angels, all of this, I believe that they're energies, really potent energies, but they're not people. They're not humans with bodies and the things. And so we like to personalize them because it makes it easier to relate to them. But let's all just agree for a minute. They're not actually people. That's just our metaphor for relating directly with energies that are much bigger than we are. These brains are designed for storytelling. So we give them personalities. They don't have those personalities. We assign those personalities. So, so just like, let's just kind of disclaimer, right? Yeah. And they're not in the body. So, so I get clients all the time. I work with, I work with spiritually inspired business people, a lot, business owners. And I, especially the more beginning people show up and they say, Oh, my spirit guide already told me what the name of my business should be. It should be Saint Germain's Holy Fire of Unending Bliss. That's my business name. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like LLC? Yeah. I'm like, don't do that. That sounds crazy pants. But my spirit guide said, yeah, well, they don't talk to humans, right? So they don't know what will work as your business name. When you translate what your guides say, you're going to have to like put it down into the human languages mm. because you're trying to bring through these giant concepts. And so that's one thing like, don't ask your guides what to call your product. Don't ask your guides what to write on the website. They don't even use websites. Why would you go to them for that information? Now, you can go to a great strategist or copywriter, you know, and get them to help you write the right words for your website. And then you can ask your guides to juice them up Mm because they'll totally do that all day long. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's a buzz, buzz, buzz. So some, a lot of the boundaries that we think, oh, well, I need to set boundaries for my guides. No, I kind of need to set boundaries for myself. Like, (laughs) No, Melissa, don't ask your guides what to eat for breakfast because they will start to mess with you too. They will mess with you. So uh, there was this one time that I thought, wow, I want to create this like urban temple in San Diego. And I was in my woo stage because like you, is when I woke up, I thought, now I'm a woo person. I'm just going to be you know, I'm just going to set business aside. Ew, business, blah, money, blah. I'm so much better than that now. I'm spiritual. And I thought, well, I'll I'll create a temple, you know, and yeah, temples are awesome. Temple just means a dedicated space full of intentional energy. I think that's a fantastic idea. Now I create temples all the time, but like at the time 
I thought I'm going to do this. And so I thought, well, I guess I need like a couple million bucks, you know, to develop this space. Well, and I'm not just going to go get investors like I would have done like a lawyer because boo, we don't like that anymore. That doesn't, nah, I'm more important than that. I'm going to go straight to my guides and ask for this money. Hey guides, I really want $2 million. They're like, great, go get a lottery ticket. <laughs> oh, right. Of course, because guides run the lottery. Duh. So no, go get a lottery ticket. Not. Okay. So buy it, buy a lottery ticket, you know, okay, now put it under your pillow. Oh, okay. Put it under my pillow. And then guess what? I didn't, I didn't win the lottery. Oh, they say that's because somebody else needed to win it this time, but, but we're going to have you win the next one. But this time you have to buy it from this place on the other side of town. And then you have to put it under the moon and then you have to dance around it. And then you have to put it under your pillow. And then at first thing in the morning, you have to get up, you know, and they put me through this whole rigmarole and I'm starting to be like, huh, I don't know about you guys, but all right, I'll do it. Guess what? I didn't win the lottery. The third time they're like, this time you have to get up in the middle of the night, drive to the 7-Eleven in the scary part of town. You have to dip. And I'm like, you know what? Screw you guys. And I threw a fit on their butts. I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not going to. I'm not falling for this. This is hoo-ha. This is BS. You're going to have to find a better way. And I heard them applaud. Oh. And I felt them give me the mommy look. You know the mommy look because you're a mom, which is just yeah. like, oh, no. You know, we will have no more of this. And I'm like, oh, crap. And uh, the words that came into my mind were free choice. Yeah. They're like, don't forget your highest gift and power as a human being is your free choice. Yeah. If you start to try and foist that off on your invisible friends, they will mess with you and to they teach have, you a lesson and they while have they a hella, popcorn watching. Exactly. And they have a hella sense of humor. They oh certainly do. Oh, my gosh. Do. It's All so right, girl. Funny. We are at the break. So we're already there. We're going to take a quick break. But I do want to let you out there know, Wickedly Smart Women, that we are very practical here at Wickedly Smart Women as well as Pretty Woo, and we could use some help. So if you're enjoying this show and you'd like to make a donation to keep us on the air, go to www.wickedlysmartwomen.com and press the little donate button. We will receive happily your fun funds and use that money to advance our mission and expand our message across the planet. I do want to say thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are welcoming thousands and thousands of downloads from all over the world. And today, I just feel like I want to shout out to the spirit guides because usually I shout out to a country, but uh, the spirit guides are like, you know, we want you to really recognize us and we're laughing and we're giggling and we're having fun with you both. And we're grateful that we're here at the table as well. So to all of our spirit guides in all dimensions of time, space, and reality, and all interdimensions and all galaxies and all intergalactic spaces and all past, presents, and futures. Thank you for being here. And maybe you can help us to download, rate, and review some in some other distant, far star system. And we will be right back with Melissa Seaman. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? 
Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by women in transition, women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your wealthy life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with our lovely guest, Melissa Seaman. I want you all to go to her soul gift quiz, which you will find at soulgiftquiz.com. We're going to have that for you in the show notes. Melissa, what's going to happen for them besides, you know, maybe a little woo activation? <laughs> take this soul gift quiz. So the soul gift quiz is a super fun thing. It's just a little seven question, two minute quiz that nails you. You know, sometimes you take one of these little quizzes and you're like, no, my God, it totally nailed me. This is one of those. Mm -hmm. But the most fun thing about it is it nails what the gift of your soul is. What type of gift does your soul have? And I'm not talking about your personality. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about your soul, that you came into this life with this gift intrinsically. And it's the way that you channel your genius into the world. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for example, I think we're both messengers, I'm guessing. I took I the quiz. Remember. I took the quiz and I think I was a creator. I might be a creator because you're a systems person. So yeah, I was a creator. So I was yeah. definitely a creator. Yeah, I believe that. So, so as a creator... You're the type of person who's kind of always had this place wired. You've always been kind of in the know. Even as a kid, you'd kind of look around and go, uh-huh, okay, no, I get it. Oh, it's almost like, oh, I remember when we built that. Oh, I remember how we built that. And some people would look at creators and think, oh, well, they might be a know-it-all. They might be there a know-it-all. The truth is they are a know-it-all. When a creator knows something, it's best to listen because they really remember the codes. They know the codes, they know how stuff was created, they know how it works on the back end. And as a creator, you're here to bring a new evolutionary organizational principle to the world. It's not just about one message or two message or three message. It's about a whole new way of doing stuff and of operating like a new operating system. So thank you for Thank you to your soul for bringing that. Yeah, when, when I took it, that so res the whole thing resonated with me. Uh -huh. I was like, oh cool. yeah, she's got me. Yeah, she's got me. And no doubt, your secondary is a messenger. Yeah, messenger is definitely also there. Yeah, because you're a teacher, you're a translator, you're an oracle. Like you're able to bring it through. That's my primary gift is messenger. Yeah. We're the ones who the way that we channel, we channel wisdom mm -hmm. and it's like a translation. So we take big concepts and we break them down and make them understandable for people. My secondary is a transmitter. Transmitters are the soul gift type who are just emanating a certain healing energy all the time. And we all have friends like this. Lots of the woo folk and the yoga teachers and the healers are transmitters. And to be perfectly honest, they don't feel like they should have to work for a living because they're constantly emanating their healing juju all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's it's kind of frustrating for them that they have to work to get money. And I work with a lot of them because we find business strategies that'll work. 
to give people the excuse to pay them for just emanating their goodness all over them, which is what they really do, whether you're paying them or not. They're the least recognized mm. uh, for their gifts generally in the world. And I have a lot of commitment to our transmitters because they are holding evolutionary energies and we should be really supporting them right now. They're deeply yeah. empathic and sensitive yeah, and they're getting beat up empathically right now. Well, and they're also, I, so this is what I'm perceiving right now because I feel like I probably have some of that transmitter as mm -hmm. well. So like the creator messenger transmitter would probably yep. like if I was going down the, the line and for me, messenger and transmitter are both kind of intertwined because for me, mm -hmm. I know whenever I'm speaking, mm -hmm. I am doing that translation thing where I'm taking these vast concepts and breaking them down either mm -hmm. in a piece of art or uh -huh. in a piece of poetry or in a talk that I'm giving or in you know a podcast yeah. interview whatever yeah. but I also am very aware that I am emanating a intentional field of energy that is activating right. whoever's listening yes yes yeah. Yes. And certainly there's a little bit of all the parts in every one of us, but there's kind of one that's like the way that you channel or what right. you channel, what flows through you. And so right. the other two types are the explorer. Mm -hmm. uh, the explorer soul type is the person who's just here to push the edges. Like they're just here to test the limits and push the edges. And that's what they bring through is this spirit of expansion that keeps people from just collapsing into systems all the time. Mm -hmm. And then the researcher type is the one who actually is here to witness and see information objectively. <laughs> They're the only ones that can really be trusted, honestly, to look at the world and notice what's actually happening. Mm. And listening to them is so, in, is so relieving right now with all the different stories of everything. The researchers are very clear. Mm. Um, Clarity is So different. yeah. Each, each soul gift type has a different thing. And the tragedy is most of us, even though, you know, I've, I'm a messenger transmitter type, I was trained to be a lawyer, like, which is more like a creator type training. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of us have been, have been pressured and programmed and educated to be something that we're not. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of cool because then you get a real breadth of wisdom, but until you realize what you really are and allow yourself to relax into doing the thing that you would do anyways, that's effortless to you hmm. until you do that. It's, it's rare to find a deep level of fulfillment and relaxation and abundance in your life where everything flows effortlessly. Hmm. Beautiful. So that's what the quiz is there for. It's to get started on that journey of identifying, Oh crap, I am that one. Ah, you know, yeah. and then allow your life to begin moving towards that effortless sphere of your own genius. Yeah. And beautiful. Fighting. And my, my sense is that, you know, beyond the quiz, obviously there's plenty of work that people can do with you to support them to more rapidly fully embody what they're here to be and to more rapidly deliver their soul gifts into the world so that they are fulfilled in, That's in what, what they're do. doing. And, and, yeah. uh, that there's support there as well with you for dismantling those old things. We're already at the end. It's fast. <laughs> it's so fast. So if there's Rock one roll. more like tiny little thing that you would like to say to our listeners before we go, what would it be? I just want to encourage you to check out your soul. Like 
It's a lot of distraction in the world. There's a lot of other things to be focused and distracted by. But if you focus just on what your soul is here to do and set up your life to bring that gift into the world, you're going to be happy and you're going to bring the biggest gifts you can into a world that really needs you right now. Mm, I love that. So Wickedly Smart Women who are listening, if there's anything that Melissa said here that I just really want to underscore the world does need you. You wouldn't have been called here yes. with those soul gifts if they weren't meant to be delivered. So let's get them unwrapped from the packaging right. of conditioning that they got wrapped mm -hmm. up in yep. so that they can be fully expressed. Yeah? Here, here. Thank yeah. you. Beautiful. Yes. All right, listeners, we love feedback. Let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line. We'll have that in the show notes, or you can send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thank you for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.